Hi, it's Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. Go ahead and subscribe right now, and you'll know the future before anybody else. It's February 14th. Let's see what happened this week. The research firm Gartner says by 2026, one out of every four people will spend at least an hour a day in the metaverse, doing what they can do in the real world, like shop work, take classes, socialize, see a show, and the firm expects it to have its own virtual economy of digital currencies and NFTs that every business needs to start thinking about. Another thing they predict about 2026, they think 30% of the organizations in the world will have products and services ready for the metaverse. In December alone, we saw Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour announce Metaverse initiatives. New Balance is filing trademark applications. Gucci launched a bunch of new NFTs last month. Prada's there too, and even virtual restaurants from Panera and McDonald's have been filed for. I hate having to go back into the Metaverse because I forgot to ask for ketchup packets. It was a Metaverse problem that revealed itself, like, instantly... Avatars getting inappropriate with other avatars. But Facebook or Meta or whoever they are today have come up with an answer as part of their Oculus applications. It lets you create personal space and establish a minimum distance of contact between avatars. This is what everybody wishes they had during the worst of the pandemic, a bubble that keeps people away from you. Meta doesn't call it personal space, though. They call it personal boundaries. And it's in Horizon Worlds and Horizon Venues for the Oculus Quest. By default, no one can come within four feet of your digital self. So maybe that wouldn't have worked for COVID because you need six. And no, there's no haptic feedback, so you can't deliver an electric shock to anyone who gets too close to you. This is likely to replace a previous feature that made an avatar's hand disappear if it got too close. Sure, you've got an avatar in the metaverse, but what's that lazy SOB ever done for you? It's high time they started earning their keep, right? Well, remember Second Life? No? Okay, well, it was sort of the first metaverse. But there was a functioning economy in it, and the cartoon people could start businesses or get jobs and earn Second Life money, which you could exchange for, I still have to say it, real money. One user in the mid-2000s built a real estate empire worth over a million. So now all that's coming back. Companies are letting people's avatars apply for jobs and build careers in the metaverse. OwnFT World will release 6,888 avatar NFTs, and each user can pitch its avatar NFT to star in virtual fashion shows, music videos, and animated series, and get paid for it. The project is called Guardians of Fashion, with Warner Music Group as a partner. They like the idea because instead of waiting for the value of a picture of a bored monkey to go up, these NFTs are actually out there doing something. Do you know who Jamie Dimon is? He's a big shot, a muckety-muck, a so-and-so, and some people hang on to every word he says about financial stuff. Oh, he's also the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase. He has open contempt for cryptocurrency, and he's called it worthless but apparently he doesn't feel like he's getting his message across because he's kicking it up a notch. He now refuses to call them currencies at all. 
He says currencies have rules of law behind them, central banks and tax authorities. I call them crypto tokens. Mark my words, that'll get shortened to crypto tokens. Some crypto fans say, you know, he's kind of right. The currency he's focused on is backed by governments and their agencies, and it's usually called fiat money. But before that, people traded with shells and chickens. Crypto fans point out that actually the lack of centralized control is the whole attraction, and currencies don't need to be backed by anybody to be used in trade. Hardware manufacturers are hard at work coming up with ways to help us feel things in the virtual metaverse. Because, you know, we don't want to be in the real world, but we want all the cool things the real world offers in our fantasy world, like feels. Ecto-1 is one of those companies. They're developing a pair of VR boots. And if you wear them, you can walk without moving forward. Of course, this has been done before, and then some. Michael Jackson not only didn't move forward, dude went backwards. Anyway, you get the point. You want to go for a virtual walk around Hogwarts or whatever, but you don't want to slam into your bedroom closet. The boots, which literally were made for walking, uses a motion tracking system that keeps track of the boots' movement and location. Then the wheels return you to your starting position after every step. The main problem is they're really heavy, so it's quite a workout. File this under you can't make anyone happy ever, anytime, anyway. The World Wildlife Federation announced it's planning to sell NFTs and raise money for conservation work, specifically for 13 of the world's most endangered species, not including Nicolas Cage. If you purchase, you also get, God forbid, real-world experiences like meet a conversationist and see how happy WWF is making gorillas and orangutans. Now, people are threatening to cancel their donations and unfollow the charity if they go ahead with this plan. Why? the environmental concerns around NFTs. Critics have called what WWF is doing bleak beyond belief, astonishingly stupid, and a bafflingly terrible decision. WWF says they use an environmentally friendly version of Ethereum called Polygon, but the criticism hasn't stopped. The orangutans haven't said anything either way. That's what we've got for this week. Again, subscribe and download us every week. That's all we ask, and we'll be here next week. (music) 